your safety, please do not block or hold the car doors while the train is in operation. Now arriving at Utopia District. Hello and welcome back to the Utopia District Podcast. It's Indy Advent and today I'm joined by team members Caravale, Crispy Doodles, and Demo Dog. Welcome everybody. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing great. Happy to be here. I'm good. Thanks so much for having me. Doing well as always. Thank you. I'm so honored to be here with my friends. We're going to talk about some Vaporwave. We're going to talk about some news, some new releases, maybe some online and IRL events and uh, just have a good old time. We have a a topic for today's episode. It's about YouTube and Vaporwave and the relationship they have. We'll get into that a little bit later but first of all I just think we should start off and play a song. So we have a few songs here submitted by everybody today. Uh, First off I believe we have something by you crispy is that right well yeah i picked it but it's not by me <laughs> yeah yeah your 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 selection exactly right yes uh and my choice uh can i say it yeah please yeah i i picked uh good girl by m4 featuring lost traveler uh she just dropped a new album a couple weeks ago her perfumes part two and i listened to it like three times already and i love it it definitely is a like a rock and roll vibe very vapor sex awesome Mm-hmm. And I love Lost Traveler. Oh, um, me too. Everything he puts out is great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's got like that classic sound and he's got barber beats. He's all over the place. I love it. Yeah. A lot of got to love that classic sound. That's my favorite. And M4 hasn't released something in quite a while. Is that right as well? Oh, yeah. I mean, her perfumes came out, I don't know, years ago at this point, maybe. When was the last time they released something? <laughs> Good question. Oh, man, they have something from January. Nice. January and July. Oh, man, this art is some cool stuff, too. They really changed it up. Anyway, so we're going to play the song, and then um, you know we'll, we'll introduce everybody and uh, see what's going on. I love the liner notes. Oh, my dear, I'm releasing a series of music albums about my, perf- my favorite perfumes. <laughs> the name of each track represents... The name of certain bottles of perfume. The first part of the album turned out to be quite a hard rock paper, he said. That's cool. Ooh! You can kind of feel it building up. Yeah. It's oh, almost yeah. reminded me of like um, runway aesthetic vapor. Or like fashion vapor. Definitely, yeah. It's got luxury on written all over it. It's definitely giving me like mall plaza vibes. Or I believe uh, AVO, if I'm saying that right. Damn, the slaps. This whole album is great. I can definitely get that, yeah. Feel powerful. Like I'm about to approach the uh, perfume kiosk and just like, give me what you got. <laughs> it looks like uh, cassettes are going to be released sometime soon as well. Mm-hmm. 
Wow, her perfumes part one came out last summer. I thought it was way before that. Yeah, July 2022. Good stuff. Oh, that was sick. And the pan on it. That's awesome. I've been really into this like rock vapor lately. So what is like rock vapor? Like what is it about? I don't know. I feel like it's it's just a vibe. Uh so uh me and in our rock wave squad hard. we've been uh working on some mixes and, and videos that are kinda like MTV. So that's how I've been feeling about it. Mm -hmm. Uh you know, like Mist and Pentium 2. Yeah. And four. Yeah. Sky Park. Nice. Yeah. In your face, that's for sure. I like it. I want my it's MTV. It's kind of like classic style. Like, you know, late night lo-fi classic style. Oh, yes. I'm definitely getting some, like, very, like, glam vibes from it. You know, a lot of, like, uh, what you'd say, expect from, like, say, a Lux Elite or a, you know, you know, kind of set. Mm -hmm. if, if you recall from Econ 3. Very glam. Yeah, check it out. Uh, m4sound.bandcamp.com Track number 10 on that album, Her Perfumes. Thank you, Crispy, for the submission. All right, so um, to introduce our guests here, we have Crispy. So you are a, a Vaporwave uh, you know, video artist and a yeah. big big fan of vaporwave and you have a kind of a you know video artist collective is that right you want to yeah yeah talk about that um, a little? we call ourselves the wave squad it's kind of stylized wvsqd people ask all the time and it's funny someone once said wave squid and i thought that was cool <laughs> uh you know we're not we're not a label we're just we just like making music so it, it's me squad. Yeah, Solo Dole 84, Dub Profit, and Carte Blanche. Uh, Carte Blanche does visuals and music, and uh, the rest of us just do visuals. But Wave Squad is everybody. It's not just us. So if you if you like us, our, our stuff, and uh, you come into our streams, you're, you're totally Wave Squad. Welcome. Uh, uh, that, as awesome. for me, I, I have been a Vaporwave visual artist for like two years-ish. Uh, it started with you know, I, I was watching YouTube mixes and then I was like, you know what? I want to do YouTube mixes. I love Vaporwave. So I started collecting songs and put together a mix and and then I was like, I really like doing this, so I'll keep doing it. And uh, then about e literally a year ago, I was like, you know what? I'm going to make a music video. Uh, so I did. My very first music video was March last year. Uh, so right by Vantage. And nice. I'm pretty proud of it. Uh, if it wasn't if it wasn't for Dub and Solo, uh, I wouldn't have just known I could do videos. So I've had a lot of fun with that. And now, uh, you know, I'm working with you guys. I've I've done uh, small events. I did the the Christmas video. I did Uniwa's A Winter's Revenge. Yeah. And uh, you might see me in other events, but most of the time, uh, Wave Squad, we just do quick little sets and we'll throw them together and host them on one of our channels. Yeah. Awesome. Well, if people want to check out the streams and keep up to date with what Wave Squad's doing, uh, how do they do that? Uh, well, I tweet about it a lot on my Twitter. We we don't really have like 
a pretty big social media presence right now. Um, you know, we, we have our four channels. I do have a link tree. We do have a link tree. It's link tree slash WVSQD. And that has all of our YouTube links and my Twitter and my Twitch. Awesome. Uh, so you can find out our new post through that. And uh, the YouTube channel, of course, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, my, my YouTube channel, I will warn you, I'm not fully a vapor artist. I also do Let's Plays. So I kind of have a weird mix of stuff going on. So I'm, I'm like half a vapor artist, half a Twitch streamer. <laughs> yeah, well, a lot of people do that. I know uh, mm -hmm. groceries does, for example. So um, at Dan Mason, he he plays so many games. Uh, it's crazy. Um, awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for and, having me. Uh, I want to say Carte Blanche and Vantage are both playing our upcoming event on March 18th. Definitely check it out. It's going to be pretty, pretty awesome. It's for um, the world's greatest shave, which is an Australian founding, um, you know, organization that um, raises money for uh, Leukemia Foundation. And they do it every year. So we decided to join up this year and uh, do a little something ourselves. And um, you're also doing visuals at that event too. Right, I am. Yep. I, I'm kind of double dipping because I, I will have a video, a single video in card set, uh, but I will also be doing a set, a visual oh, cool. set as well. Nice, nice. For Donor Lens. Yes. I'm pretty is, excited. Uh, yeah, it's going to be awesome. But yeah, March 18th, St. Pepsi, Neon Vectors, Luxury Elite, Vantage, and a whole bunch of amazing artists from all aspects of the community um, definitely come check it out twitch.tv slash daydream underscore deluxe and twitch.tv slash utopia district i should probably explain why there's two links um we're splitting the event into two stages so we'll have half of the artists on one channel and half on the other and people can open both if they like on their computers or whatever and uh, or just one and switch between them depending on which artist they want to see but uh, we're just trying to have fun with it you know do it a little different this time fit more artists in in a shorter amount of time so we don't have to do two full days but we can still have you know close to 30 artists to do like 30 minute sets and um, hopefully it'll help us raise some extra money for the leukemia foundation so mark your calendars march 18th saturday coming up all right, and next we have Demo, since I just spoke to you. Welcome back to the show, my friend. Always happy to be here. Vaporwave fan, video maker, YouTube helper, manager. Outer. <laughs> helper, and uh, regular on the podcast. How are you, my friend? What's going on? Doing all right, just kicking it. Ready to see what's happening next in the, in the industry. We got a lot of stuff coming out. Mm-hmm. Caravale, welcome back. <laughs> welcome back, yes, indeed. Uh, Author although... of uh, Shadows of in Neon City, a vaporwave graphic novels novel uh, with some pictures and whatnot, some art in it that uh, we sold on our Bandcamp and is available on our website. And uh, also lover of vaporwave and uh, collector and whatnot. Welcome back. No, thanks for having me. It's always nice to uh, contribute to, uh, to the vapor community. Uh, but yes, I am a little off the beaten path when it comes to a vapor enjoyer. I uh, don't have skills in visuals or music. I am a, 
a writer, writer of fiction. Um, and my current project is, yes, Shadows in Neon City, a uh, vaporwave-inspired cyberpunk uh, novel series in a shared universe of my own creation, heavily inspired by the many artists who have inspired me in turn. It's, uh, it's, it's so awesome. It's really my way of, of trying to give back in my own way and to also give a new facet to uh, the vapor space, because, I mean, this, this, this space is so lush with great artists both visual music um i just i just feel like there's a niche to be filled with the written word uh we've had a few uh good um institutions um in a past life uh private suite magazine was a good haven for written vapor uh mm -hmm. fiction uh that was actually where i got my first submission published and that's you know the name the name caraval comes from the, the, that 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 piece oh awesome i didn't know that oh yes yeah it was a little two-part little short story that was uh featured but uh going forward i've come more like uh given it the old college try i'd say as being an indie writer uh, publishing my first novel as of last summer was kind of like the initial release of it in a, in a admittedly unorthodox fashion by going through a band camp um i'm going to i'm right now i'm currently going through rewrites and mm -hmm. will re-release the uh first book um in a more proper and traditional setting and uh currently working on a second one with a third and fourth in the making so you know i'm not going anywhere as far as vapor thick as i as i'll call it that's great that you're getting to write the the next versions already that's so cool like vaporwave allows for people to try things they never really tried before they might have an interest in um like writing or you know obviously people making art and music but we need more writing we need more vaporwave literature and if you listener are interested in writing hit us up because we got a website and we'll post it for you <laughs> um Writers will always own their work for forever. If they ever want to move it elsewhere, that's fine. And we try our best to promote the material and whatnot. Um, so hit us up if you want to talk about joining the team. And uh, for anyone interested, check out Shadows of Neon City too. We'll link that in the show notes as well. Awesome possum. Um, thank you so much for being here once again. And uh, let's jump into another track. This time, Caravel, why don't you um, go with one of your choices? Sure, sure. So much in line with what we were discussing on the, um, uh, or at least the subject of, of this episode was kind of like YouTube mixes and or like what got us into the scene. And I will always go towards my first proper introduction to the scene which was mesh uh right here i got i got your letter which was from his new wave hallucinations album and uh it was basically the first album slash song that i fully dived into as like a proper vaporwave song album like i mean of course everyone's heard of of that song the the mm -hmm. the macintosh song the meme song but this was the first I, I would say capital V vaporwave experience. Um, mm -hmm. That that I would say is was was my yeah introduction. Were you expecting it from the uh, 
from the title and from the album art, and really just from my first virginal listening to a vape to a broken transmission record like that, it honestly was something I I, I had not expected at all. So it was, it was it, in a way, it's I I almost look back on it as kind of like a with more dour experiences because it's like man i can never listen to this like like i did for the first time i did and i was like yeah it was actually yeah, a mind-blowing experience that's funny you say that like i was talking about this on the episode on the podcast it's like we're nostalgic for the first time we got to experience vaporwave we're just we're just trying to get that hit a crack oh i mm-hmm. feel the rush every time i load up swack yeah swack exactly. does it for me <laughs> yeah it's definitely a when I first got into the scene, it was definitely a very, I, I was getting the hypnagogia, you know, that I was definitely hit with that with like early, like Esprit and like, um, you know, a hundred percent electronica, like that, or those early tracks was, uh, was definitely got me in that headspace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Virtua.zip. Virtua.zip. Definitely talking, talking some, some old, old memories. Uh, as well yeah. as Echo Jams as well. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Well, great. So let's give the track a check here. It's I Got Your Letter by Mesh. Here it is. See how this could have taken you on that journey already. Oh yeah, there's more in, there's more information now. And definitely, the intro is almost like a mind spring memory song because it has that slow, like that piano that's just stretched out and then has that slow burn. Twenty fifteen, we would have been shook by this. Mm-hmm. I think that this album, and this this track in particular, I think definitely encapsulates the album artwork, perhaps the most in my opinion. Like that, that kind of yeah. phasing. Just, just echoes of the past. Yeah. Exploring the further regions of experience. For sure, for sure. I would say that this definitely is is close to number one. I I I know people really like pharma and like. uh, Oh God, what was it? Dream sequence. Dream sequence, yeah. But this is a little bit of a bias. Will always be a, a special part of my top five. Yeah. Ooh, I like these. This repeating part. A little glitched out. Oh yeah. It's real nice. Right, especially since Mesh usually has a lot more like harsher sampling. Um, you know, he 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 would generally go into more like uh, almost like a hard vapor in some of the some of their some of his uh, mixes. Um, 
I know in the same album there's goodness what was it or maybe it was in dream sequences or was that climbing the corporate ladder right I like the distortion happening in the background. It feels like the, the music itself is slowing down, but the the beat is still there. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's the echo jams. He I was like doing that. this stuff before echo jams, so honestly. When I first saw you on YouTube. When did this come out again? 2013? Yeah, yeah, 2014. Oh yeah, AM discs. Oh man. Heaven died and went to heaven. Your hair. So red. I see it both my infinite love. Did you pick up the vinyl? I did, yeah. So I mean I, I do have um I have this, I have dream sequence. I did recently pick up Geometric Lullaby's pressing of his collaboration with Telepath. And I also have Pharma, so I think I have, yeah, all the mainstay mesh releases on vinyl. I, I can say that with a bit of pride. You were cuter than kittens and puppies of mm -hmm. I believe it is mesh, and then I also have a mostly complete equipped discography. May have one or two that I'm missing. That's another one that's a pretty high point in my intro to the vapor. Including his side projects? See, that's, my, that's probably where I'm missing. I'm missing probably his Neo Gaia, like... And his collaborations with uh, R23X. He, he does release a lot of like side stuff, as well That's as a, a few live um, yeah. live uh, albums that mm -hmm. I'm not entirely sure if I should pick up or not, because it's like, you know? At Millbrook, children yeah, I don't, I don't go for live albums as much. The, drug was freely available, the only one I've bought on vinyl was uh, the Cat Corp, Econ 2. I do hear that um, the Death Dynamic Shroud Live from Japan album is like much, much different. So that one might be. That one is, yeah, that's Neo Gaia Fantasy, is it? Is it? No, well, that. Oh, no, the... Live from Japan. Right. Never mind. Forget I forget what I said. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great song. Super classic. Uh, yeah, Mesh was doing this shit like so ahead of the time. 
If you haven't heard the album, check it out in full. It'll take you to another place. Uh, obviously, that's nmesh.bandcamp.com for anyone, any new listener. I was so comfy. All right, great. Oh, so comfy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, let's get into some news. So first off, something cool as internet was fe- internet club was featured on bandcamp daily recently uh, i'll just read the blurb here now printing traces a decade of rarities and one-off compilation tracks across producer robin burnett's various monikers capturing plenty of him and hidden gems beyond just the pioneering vaporwave project internet club he draws you in nice so shouts out to the the author uh, Miles Bow or, or Bowie for including Vaporwave on Bandcamp daily as always. Another topic here, our main one for the day, Vaporwave and YouTube and the relationship, like I said. Was the success of Vapor due mainly to the volume to the YouTube algorithm at the time, 2015 to 2018, you could say, when there are really large channels getting millions of views compared to now when we don't really see that anymore. Um, Real Love Music, for example, Artsy, El Famoso Demon, Spliff Radio, Soul Search and Destroy, Jason Sanders. A lot of these channels, if you go, um, you won't see those that you know that level of interaction, and it's hard to you know it's another conversation uh you know why that might be but uh we can talk about that but also what are the effects of something like that other channels like channel surfing sound station sega 64 night error retro player one even going into kind of the synthy side of things too so yeah uh i'm just curious everyone's thoughts on what they think it means and uh you know if we owe youtube for our kind of success and uh the ability for these videos to reach so many people and and influence so many people um vapor memory comes to mind as well or even things like simpsons wave with lucian hughes you know that's i know there's some people including myself who got like more attracted to vaporwave because of simpson wave simpsons wave so yeah, I think we'll open up the floor there. And uh... well, I would say that the for me definitely the path to vaporwave was attributed almost exclusively to the algorithm. Um, I started out in about 2015 or so with uh, a lot of lo-fi hip hop. You know, that was kind of the breaking point, the the break-in point for me. Uh, so I would listen to lo-fi girl or like. You know those those lo-fi beats to study and study and, study yeah, and relax sure. to, but you know then it would be recommending me other mixes. Um, one of the pivotal ones that was almost like a skipping stone from lo-fi to vaporwave. In between that were were two things: um, Japanese funk, like Starfunkle, it's called, um, was was a was a mix of city pop. Um, mixing with the anime aesthetics that would be featured in a lot of lo-fi 
and just kind of the sampling of like you know the past was a perfect catalyst to get into the vapor scene um as well as van pagum's mixes you can't really find oh, yeah. him, him anymore but he does still uh do a lot of irl events um and is a very uh good procurer of like city pop in that in that you know function um, yeah so that was definitely to my experience when me getting into vapor back in like 2015 2016 was was you could say almost exclusively to the algorithm. I want to I want to piggyback off of that because our our introduction to vapor is pretty similar. Except it, it, for me, it was absolutely the is this aesthetic meme. Uh, I can't remember if it was Reddit or 4chan, but I definitely saw the Lisa Frank 420 video. I went to it. I was like, what the hell is this? I was shook. I loved it. I wanted to hear more. So I I jumped right from the the meme to actual vapor wave i didn't go through lo-fi but i did discover that later and i was just as happy uh and then again simpson wave and then i discovered luxury elites album world class and then saint pepsi all their albums and then it started recommending me the the jason sanders soul search and destroy mixes and i ended up with that too so yeah we have a pretty similar introduction of vaporwave so that that's two people right there that the algorithm helped them get to vaporwave so i feel mm. like though the the algorithm now is a much different beast than it was back then mm -hmm. agreed yeah mm -hmm. was was it the adpocalypse that changed it was that was that around that same time that's that's a conspiracy that. theory i have that uh yeah. that being trying to be family friendly and and appease the advertisers and people claiming copyrights they probably don't push copyrighted stuff as much because you know vapor in general just reuses a lot of samples uh for example when i upload mixes almost always i get copyright strikes for other songs mm -hmm. yeah yeah the samples we also mm -hmm. have to recognize that the youtube of like 2016 15 is is vastly different where we have less people interested in like mixes and now we are kind of in a meta of like you know a lot of short form content in or like live streams um so a lot of people are going towards more like you know like like stations almost like internet radio where you will hop on to like say a um what you call it like like a, like a station that's just playing a 24 7 mix of your favorite stuff so like you know, the the big thing now is is the Krell's Vapor Funk live stream, and that basically that is my favorite place. Right, right. I but hang it, out there every day. I was going to mention that that's one of the places I see people come in all the time. I I forgot about Vaporwave. I love Vaporwave so much. I'm so glad this channel's here. Is that the yeah. one with like the TV stack? Yes, I have yeah, that, that on literally at least one screen in my house at all times. Nice. <laughs> I should. Start it's, even, it's paused on my same. other monitor right now. That's awesome. I do yeah, that's, that's where uh, the wave squad well, met. Yeah. So yeah, there's a that's one of the only ones that's alive a lot of the time. I keep the mixes on a lot, but just while I work. But uh, it's nice to see the live. Like we, if we should probably get more of those. Yeah, if you ever pop into Krellis's Vapor Funk twenty four seven, you'll probably see me in there. We did one uh, on Twitch for a while, but uh, on YouTube, like we, I got copyright copyright stricken, struck. Uh, during one of our streams, I forget which one it was, but I was dual streaming to Twitch and YouTube at the same time. The YouTube got hit and the stream went down and I said, okay, well, I don't want to risk 
having that happen again during this event. So I'll just stop the output to YouTube and go only to Twitch. And that strike is still on our channel from like two years ago. And I've not streamed any like super co copywritten stuff uh, on YouTube. I think it might have been a visual actually. Um, maybe. So that's a little different. But still, it's like kind of risky uh, that your channel might get hit if you're streaming um, copywritten stuff versus just uploading it and then checking to see if it, you know, gets blocked, like you were saying, uh, or gets, you know, a uh, an ad thrown on it, for example, because there's copywritten stuff. Um, that's a lot safer. Right. So that could be why we, we don't see as many people doing it. Well, shouts out to Krell, Krellez. Um, if you just search Vaporwave on YouTube, it's the first thing that comes up, actually. And I think that's <laughs> more to the point is that with a 24-7 yeah. radio station yeah. essentially exactly. taking all of, like, like why why make a mix if you have a 24-7, like, channel? Um, now, say, of course, like, there's there's new mixes coming out every day or so, but I think to, to, to kind of one-two punch this this point in... With the channels that you listed at first, Indy, um, like the J the Jason Sanders, the um, Soul Search and Destroy, um, who, by the way, is also still making mixes to these days, the Soul Search and Destroy, but they will have like, like a like a like a silver bullet mix, like like Jason Sanders, I think, has like a few under his belt that have garnered millions of views that were done like six or seven years ago, and that like that's like. Like you captured lightning in a bottle, you know, like, like that's the mix, you know, like, mm -hmm. so once you've kind of done that perfect aesthetic, perfect mix, maybe not perfect, but a solid mix. What, what more do you do from there? You know? Yeah. It's interesting. I guess for me, I, I mostly make mixes out of, I guess I get an idea for a theme and that's where my mixes come from. Uh, but I will say I, I made a mall soft mix around Black Friday last year. And for some reason, that is the one that took off. And I think it's just because it has mall soft in the title. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, I mean, it's a good mix. I, I make the mixes for me mostly. But if other people mm -hmm. like it, I'm happy. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. You can definitely yeah, check out Crispy's channel, everybody. For sure. Crispy, maybe <laughs> you can shed some light. How long? Like, what's the process, I guess? And how long does it usually uh, take for you to like make a, a solid mix? Uh, well, it it's how determined I am right away. Uh, so sometimes I'll just be listening for to Krellis's channel, of course, and a song will just hit me, and it fits a vibe I'm thinking about. Uh, for example, uh, I really wanted to make a vapor funk mix, but I wanted it to be disco. I specifically came up with the title first: Vapor at the Disco. And so I started just kind of listening for songs that fit that vibe and writing them down. And then I went to go look on Bandcamp and anywhere else I could get the songs. Uh, and then from there, it was like, well, what's the visuals now? Uh, at the time, I was still doing what most people do, just a repeating GIF. So I just looked for some, you know, disco anime GIFs and put those together. And then, uh, you know, you, you arrange the, the songs in the order you want. And then you have to sit there and and write down the time codes for the for the video description and then uh you have to source all the songs and uh it could take anywhere from a week to however long i i feel like sitting on it until i put it out 
Yeah, the descriptions and timestamps are certainly time consuming. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I always I, I write a notepad. I open notepad right away and just start writing down all my notes. And uh, I have a whole folder full now of just notes for each video, just in case I ever need to go back and, and resource something. Yeah, <laughs> that's smart. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're right. There's those quintessential mixes. Um, night Error has Late Night Vaporwave. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Uh, Soul Search and Destroy. Oh, Sound Station. Entering the Plaza. Spliff Radio. Um, Those but are there almost are... always suggested to me. Yeah, I know. It's kind of like I wish I, the other ones would be, you know? But you, uh, go, going you back to the them. algorithm. Sorry. Sorry. Yep. I just want to mention, I've noticed now the algorithm really wants you to kind of stay in your lane. It's always suggesting like the same videos to me over and over. And it's gotten to the point it shares, it suggests my own mixes to me. Like I hadn't heard them before. It's kind of <laughs> wild. It's almost, it's almost gotten harder to seek out Vaporwave because the first thing you're going to mm-hmm. do is just search Vaporwave, click on the first thing that comes up and just listen to it. Oh yeah. It's just, it's gotten a lot harder unless you know exactly what you're looking for. And I, uh, I know that uh, you know, a lot of Vaporwave uses Japanese stuff. So for a lot of people, that's hard to search. Yeah. You have to just happen upon it or know the channel. Yeah. And just go digging. Um, Based but yeah, there's there's new channels. There's uh, Soul Search and Destroy still making stuff too. But Deep Sea Current, check out Deep Sea Current if you're wanting to get new mixes. They're still doing them a lot. And Sega64, I think I mentioned them before. They're actually getting, they're hitting the algorithm which is good for for us for the scene right sound and you never know um um, certain artists will will also make like uh, i found a uh, nice uh pizza hotline he does um Mm -hmm. more drum Mm -hmm. atmospheric drum and bass uh but he actually will uh post a few mixes of um you know atmospheric drum and bass on his channel or their channel so you never know. I mean, like your your favorite artist could occasionally post their own mixes. Yeah, good point. We need a like a subreddit just for vaporwave mixes. Perhaps, perhaps. You know, just just to find, you find the good ones. Follow the people that are making them. You know, make that community tighter. Or just kind of commandeer the current vaporwave subreddit because God knows, like nothing's really going on in there, right? <laughs> yeah, sometimes it depends. But uh, on the Utopia District Discord, I have a channel for uh, its community feed, and I have a lot of these YouTube channels in there, so anytime they upload something new, you can get it from there. But, um, you know, these people that are making these videos are not obviously in the Discord, and it's kind of like there's two parts of Vaporwave. There's, like, community, and then there's like YouTube sort of, you know, like the community happens on discord and Twitter and Instagram. And you see people on YouTube, but like you don't see them elsewhere. Like, uh, well, Jason Sanders, actually, he joined up the discord a little while back, but most people like there's this polygon donut guy. Uh, so I wanted to talk about vaporwave video essays as well. We can get into that, but, uh, this guy, Polygon Donut, he made one, the visual aesthetic of Vaporwave. Um, I thought it, it wasn't too bad, and it's fairly recent as well. So video essays are are still getting some, at least, uh, you know, in the algorithm. But 
you know, there used to be a lot of vaporwave video essays. And then it makes me think like, are we done talking about or exploring what vaporwave is and means? Like, do, are people less interested than they used to be? Like, I think there might be something related to that as well. Everybody's already figured it out by now. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. I don't know. If you're talking strictly the history, I think the the book's kind of been written. Um, if you ask me, uh, there's there've definitely been some notable ones. Um, down the rabbit hole even did a famous like you know vaporwave down the rabbit hole um, video essay. Uh, definitely probably dated because it was like back in 2018, 2016. Um, I think it's something that could perhaps make a resurgence whether in the you know traditional because i remember there's even some books or booklets that have been written on the subject when it was first kind of emerging with internet club um and such so i yeah think, some japanese ones too absolutely so i think it's perhaps due for a resurgence um it there just needs to kind of be the the driving force to it uh which hey you know if you have a if, if you have a think piece on vaporwave hit us up you know we'd be happy to do some business you know absolutely yeah vaporwave um features uh we are happy to host them and uh yeah another uh channel i just want to shout out is jallo moth j-a-l-l-o moth they did a cool one called uh, Vapurgatory. It's kind of like a, a documentary almost. That was pretty nice. We'll link that one in the description for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there were some other big ones. Like I remember Steve M did one and he doesn't really do Vaporwave stuff. Uh, Adam Neely did one. Um, there was a guy, Pincus, as well. Um, and, you know, they kind of like hit it and then move on, right? Oh yeah, sort of like what happened with C Punk almost, um, as far as the videos, essays, and whatnot go. So I don't know. I think um, you know it's not like we need that sort of thing, but I think there is, like I said, something to be said about a lot. Most people, especially if you're in the community, not really looking for these for those types of videos anymore, and then not as much need for people to make them, right? Well, I think uh, I'll agree with what Crispy said also, where the the algorithm today really wants to maximize engagement, and to do that, they will decrease like discoverability. They want you to kind of stay in the same. They want you to consume the same thing over and over again. Because I remember even before I planted both feet into the vaporwave scene, I was listening to like a, a, another notable mix was like dark synth um it came from the 80s was was what it called oh, I what love it's that called mix. um it was a series of mixes with just like dark synth um which you know most would say are is like a, a distant cousin of a vaporwave um with synth wave but i was getting you know a lot of those and then occasionally i'd even get some psychedelic rock mixes um but no more those just don't come around and mm -hmm. it's because YouTube would rather, well, now they're pivoting more to their shorts because they want to catch up with TikTok, which may or may not be around by the time this, this episode airs, but <laughs> you know, so YouTube 
and really social media in general has really gone downhill in that because it's decreased discoverability it has increased group think to a point where there's just not as it's much like dangerous exploration yeah mm-hmm. curiosity is like being like which is why we're probably not even seeing that many new mixes is because you you just kind of have to stranglehold on discoverability and like curiosity you know yeah it's a shame like um i to to, to only to to give a small small tangent was i was recently given a, a an opportunity to try uh gundam model building you know like gunplas uh, you know, watch the Gundam nice. anime, you know, definitely yeah. very aesthetic for the you, for you vapor folk out there. Um, and I've watched a few of them. And even still, I've only been recommended more Gunpla videos just from the channel that I watched previously. Like, I'm not getting any other Gundam, not even like Gundam anime content. It's just more specifically yeah. from this channel. Yeah, which is fine. It's all fine and good, but what if I wanted to know more? Yeah, no, I feel that exactly. You might get something on the side, like one or two videos that kind of relate, but uh, not always. And it's freaking annoying, man. Like, ugh, I just yeah, I want to go back. Also, Instagram, like, is fuck Instagram. It's so annoying. You get an you get two ads now, every for every one post mm. basically at least that's the mobile experience i've been having like man i it you like i a year ago i had this thought but i was like ah, i can kind of deal with it but it's getting worse man it's insane how many ads they're serving or like sponsored shit you know I mean, it's it, it sucks, but I mean, you might have to rely on Instagram more, especially if TikTok goes under or gets banned. Uh, you'll you'll see a lot of people moving to Instagram, probably, or Twitter, most likely Instagram. Yeah, probably Insta because of Elon, right? Well, I was going to say Insta more. For Instagram the is is video. introducing a a paid service now too. I think, like a checkmark service. Every every yeah. social media wants to be every social media but that's a whole other topic isn't it oh yeah like (laughs) everybody wants to be insta everybody wants to be snapchat everybody wants to be tiktok everybody wants to be youtube just copying each other no one wants to be facebook (laughs) (laughs) not even facebook wants to be facebook yeah mark zuckerberg just canceled like metaverse project Uh, took him long enough but yeah, I mean, when I'm, when I'm being suggested my own videos more than new stuff to listen to, like, that's an algorithm problem. I don't think that's a me problem. Because when I was just letting those YouTube mixes play, I would get suggested City Pop, Future Funk, Synth Wave, Dark Wave, like anything, Lo-Fi Hip Hop, like everything. And now I'm, I'm so boxed in. It's like, oh, you listen, you listened to your mix a month ago. You want to listen to all of them again? It's like, you don't need to suggest this to me. It's not yeah. a traditional social media, but a service that uh, a streaming service that's actually kind of doing a doing a, a turnaround on this. It's actually been Spotify. Spotify has been pretty good with actually recommending, like based on your mm-hmm. listen history, here's some like actual stuff you've never heard of before uh, that would sound similar to this. It's like, oh my god, I've actually 
never listened to this stuff before. <laughs> Why isn't everyone doing this? Nice, nice. That's good to know. If only they'd upload, uh, <clears throat> rather update those playlists. Or just allow, like, allow more vapor on there. I mean, because, I mean, for God's sake, I, I know they have an official Vaporwave, like, playlist, but gosh, nice. there are still, like, so many classics. I know Esprit, uh, Esprit slash George Clanton, I don't know if he did it or it was just taken off of Spotify, but, like, half of Telepath and, like, half of Esprit's catalog is just not even on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard to know if artists are going to upload their whole their whole discography. Mm -hmm. I remember, actually, no, I don't. <laughs> the artist is trying to get away from that, so let's not bring it up. Yeah, it's it's interesting. You know, yeah, we're definitely in another time, and uh, we're lucky that we got to experience what we did, I guess. Kind of goes back to the previous episode about the corporate control and whatnot. Like, it's not our playground necessarily anymore um, yeah. there's still tons of great stuff being served and, and created don't get me wrong but i guess nowadays uh people just kind of stumble upon vapor but it's really become like a if you know you know sort of community yeah like how are new people discovering vaporwave hopefully through things like this podcast and our youtube channel and, and yours I, I i think but you know um I mean, it'd be cool if people watch my Let's Plays and then listen to my mix and went, wait, this is great. I need more. Play, but play I can't control the audience. Let's play. <laughs> I did one time, I, I did a no commentary cookie clicker on Twitch, and I, I let, uh, I think, Lo-Fi play in the background, and then it still gave me a copyright strike, so I was like, forget it. On Twitch? Oh, shit. Yeah, it muted me. Crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, muted after the fact. Right, right, yeah. right. Well, if we want to know how, like, this generation, we probably should look at, uh, like, younger, like, like first-class collective, I know, um, like, uh, those two are, are more on the younger side of the vapor space, so they might have a pretty good idea. I know that they're at least sampling less, like, of the traditional, like, 80s and 90s stuff, and more like the Y2K, because now that's retro, um, which... Good, you know, good, good for all all things around. Y two K is definitely an aesthetic to go for. Um, yeah, there's a term for that. It's like retromania, and we're kind of going through it right now. It's just like everybody wants nostalgia because all the new shit is bad. Yeah, yeah all the new sh people can kind of s feel suffocated by it sometimes. Uh, I I know like this Marvel movies. All I, I'm I, I'm glad people are waking up to that finally, but um. Uh, just past, uh, just this past weekend or so, I went to a vintage fest in, in my city and it was like swamped. Like I didn't expect there to be, I mean, I expected like it to be a fairly, you know, stocked event, but it was a, a definitely a huge turnout for just all this vintage stuff. And, um, it's just a giant flea market and people, people were having fun. They had classic arcade video game cabinets nice clothes electronics it's definitely very vintage chic but you know oh that's cool absolutely it's awesome that you go out to that sort of stuff yeah and and you know what the what the you know what the ironic thing about it all is it's like i got this vintage it, it was totally rad vintage fest in 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 wisconsin but mm -hmm. i actually got it from a sponsored tiktok uh video of all things 
that's where I got first heard of this place. Yeah, that's how people are finding out the cool stuff these days, actually. A lot of vapor artists are on are coming on TikTok. I know uh uh geometric lullaby is on there. I know that um Enrail, I think. You know, Frank Jepsey is shit posting on there. Business casual. Uh <laughs> for the longest time, um Christ was uh was shit posting so much on there. And yeah. Makes a lot of a lot of those vids. Yeah, he was one of the first ones on there, I think. Oh yeah. He's always so ahead of the of the curve with that coming up with the with the jokes and like he when he the new tech for the face morphing came out, he did that with the statue for floral shop and his face. You if you remember that? Vaguely. I, I vaguely do, yeah. Oh, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'll link that for sure. Man, I feel like It'll an take old me lady a to find it. Out of touch. I, I just I don't use TikTok. I, I tweet mostly. I know Twitter's bad, but mm-hmm. it, and even then, it's it's just barely. Just I don't have a social media pro, uh, presence, but that also kind of ties back to like YouTube algorithms. Like, there's only so much you can do to promote yourself if you already have a small audience. You're not really going to grow unless you you I don't know strike a nerve somehow. Like, how does Mr. Beast get so many uh, uh, subscribers? You know, money. Money is the short yeah, answer. See, he just pays. I don't have it. money. <laughs> I don't have money. I do this for fun. It's it's a side project, not a job. Like it'd be cool if my audience grew, but there are people out here looking to grow their audience, and I just, it's hard. You have to do so much work. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. So I mean, it's not just the uh, just the algorithm's not going to push you anymore. You need to be on TikTok. You need to be on Insta, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Snapchat. I don't even know what else. Mm-hmm. everything it's hard to try to calculate that too channels. like to say like how can i get the algorithm to work for me when it it doesn't work for anybody particularly except for right. youtube and just by using it you're you're kind of training it a little bit for yourself but honestly i found stuff on youtube i just pulled up a a random video that i had bookmarked and it was from like 2015 and it was just this random vaporwave song that somebody made it's probably the only one they ever made in their entire life, and they've never posted anything else under that name ever again. That is still there, and the algorithm brought me there by mistake. I think that's, that's the cool part about Vaporwave, because it is ungodly difficult to search through, categorize, calculate, mm-hmm. that it, you sometimes don't find. You got that recommendation recently? Uh, yeah, just going through random channels. Like I was wow, actually researching nice. for this podcast where I found a lot of videos was like the meme videos that were on Vine back in the day. So I found a lot of Vine compilations. And then the Vine compilations <laughs> brought Vine. you to other stuff. So it's it's yeah. kinda like a you know, there's a there used to be a subreddit for it called Dark Depths of YouTube, where you just find things that have been forgotten about for forever like a video with four likes and no comments and it was made in like the wee ages of youtube oh yeah i think i happen to <laughs> across that oh yeah it's still up dark depths of youtube yeah yeah, yeah that, that one's like where people just go and find the most obscure things they can possibly find that reminds me um uh, like when i was in high school one of the one of the things that a lot of people would install was like a stumbled upon was a very popular like oh oh my god that was the first mistake humanity made was stumble upon i lost so (laughs) many was getting rid of it well i bookmarked so many things i never went back to 
Oh yeah. Inventing tabs was actually the first mistake humanity made. <laughs> then it was stumble upon. Then it was the evil, evil man who created infinite scroll. Oh, oh yeah. 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 That ended up having I think that like, was Instagram. You just want yeah. to cut to the chase demo and just say the first mistake humanity made was getting out of the primordial soup. Like we should have just, just went back, back in, gave it back. a few more years. We weren't ready. We're ready for the power. But you know, I mean of course, if we're taking on the question of is is vaporwave in decline, we have to start at the beginning when when you know all life was created. But but <laughs> actuality, like we don't owe anything to YouTube. We owe a lot to the people who had the first inkling of thinking this yeah. like new vapor wavy soundies thing, it would probably be pretty easy to make. And that's probably going to make a lot of artists blood boil a little because a lot of people out there were making that like low effort vaporwave. And I think that's really mm -hmm. what gave it such broad roots because mm -hmm. everyone went out there and was like, I'm just going to slow down this song and slap it up there, put a cool blue and pink picture and call it vaporwave. That really what trained the algorithm. That's what mm -hmm. gave the the source of thousands and thousands of videos on YouTube so that when you search vaporwave you can actually find stuff. So like that that kind of like first exploratory thing. There was like a lot of people out there if they went back to the first song they ever made they'd be like this was absolute garbage, this was trash, I'm embarrassed it exists. Oh, but yeah. like that's that's what gave birth to the entire genre. And without that people wouldn't have had the, you know, hey, how do I get better? How do I improve on yeah. myself where where can i find an illegal copy of fruity loops you know that's <laughs> kind of like the normal progression for like artists yeah because sample free vaporwave right <clears throat> yeah i remember um a few years ago that anthony fantano interviewed george clanton yeah um, and i remember georgie boy said um it's like yeah that's just such a great thing about vaporwave is that like literally anyone can do it you can just do it like now like even just downloading audacity and just start chopping and sampling and just just do it as like yeah yeah you can just do it that's right yeah the low barrier to entry gave birth to a lot of things i'm sure people started off with vapor and they realized that they had other tastes other likes and now they're off doing other projects but that like anyone could listen to like the Beatles and think like, oh, I want to be like a, a rock musician. And then they listen to it and they just can't, they can't put A to B. Like, how do I get from this mm. bunch of music I have to becoming a band? Do I have to get other people? Do I have to do all this other stuff? I got this fame. But with Vaporwave, it was like, well, I, I've heard of a song from the 80s and I could probably slow that down with free software. And you're almost like, 60% of the way there. Oh, yeah. Being able to make that correlation between like samples and final product helps productivity and people bridge that gap. And the cool part was that people were like, you know, this vaporwave stuff is cool. I really want to help out, but I'm not a producer. And that's how we got writers. That's how we got video artists. That's how we got everyone bringing what could they bring to the table that they already could do in one of the most inclusive you know, groups on the internet. I think it should go without saying that the primary use that I would have for these mixes 
aside from something that you listen to while at, while I'm at work, that I, like at my nine to five, but also uh, it is like the go-to genre that I do for writing. Um, is I'll I'll slap on a mix, I'll slap on the the vapor funk radio, and just just get to it. It's what it's what I do. What I use. So you guys listen to mixes more than albums, would you say? Yeah. Yes. It's just out of a hundred percent out of ease. I opened YouTube, the Krella stations right there. Click, click, click. Good. <laughs> I might be I the opposite be on this. I think I listen to albums more, but I, when I was starting yeah, out, I would listen to a lot of like radio stations that aren't like YouTube streams. Uh, one I used to listen to a lot and is still going is uh, Nightwave Plaza. Night Plaza. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And that one has probably one of the most aesthetic landing pages. It looks like windows Dude, 95 that's the best website ever yeah it, it's Seriously. they also have a mobile app oh yeah that's right yeah that's and right. it's still running app, i think i just i just pulled it up there's like 300 people listening right now um <laughs> yeah and even so, smaller yeah. stations have popped up um our infinity has his own uh 24 7 uh, vaporwave station on his website as well really oh shit what is that uh, do you have that birdhouse maybe? spelled h-a-u-s dot info i believe nice i will double check yeah, that he's got a discord server too actually mm -hmm. yeah he's, he's got a 24 7 stream up as well plaza dot plaza dot one yep that's, that's nightwave plaza plaza dot one check it out yeah that is that is some funky stuff and that's so cool they're still going man that's oh, been yeah. so long even the synth um, gets on. Uh, I know that uh, I think it's that '80s guy uh, definitely has a like. One of them has like a twenty-four-seven dark synth um, channel as well, a stream. Um, or, or I think it's either him or like the new retro collective. I want to say has a lot of mm. mixes that still um, cater to that synth wave. Um, that synthwave yeah. taste. Yeah, the dark synthy stuff is still kicking pretty hard, I think. Oh, absolutely. Which, uh, yeah. It's more of that like Stranger Things kind of vibe. I like the 80s kind of retro thing, but I just find the art is like, I, I'm way, way prefer vaporwave art, like visual art. Yeah, the than, 80s. Um, outrun, that outrun, outrun aesthetic is definitely more rooted in the romanticization, romanticization of, of the 80s. Um, definitely a lot of like movies, action, you know, poses and like Miami Vice, Miami Heat, like that. That like when people think of like, <laughs> like that back to the Sunsets. future. I mean, everybody wants a scorpion jacket. Yeah. Oh man, I want that jacket. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> wants that jacket until they like get it and they're like, I don't know if I'd wear this. <laughs> yeah. Uh pizza on the team, you know, he used to be he had a thing for a girl, one of our friends that wore one. And uh she she made it look pretty good, I think. Hard like, to pull off. Like from drive? Yeah. Wow. The same one. Yeah. I'm impressed. <laughs> yeah. Good old drive. That that movie will hold hold up, I think, for a long time. You know what movie um that I think definitely leans into that kind of more of a Y2K aesthetic, but for some doesn't hold up, but for me definitely does, and it's goofiness. Smackers. What? Goofiness? What is that? I never heard of that. 
Oh, the, the movie Hackers. Oh, I was, oh, I was like, I was like, wait, that was the title of the movie too. Don't worry, Andy, I'm with you. Yeah, no, no, you sorry. Know, I never I saw Hackers. You, wait, all right, podcast over. What do you mean you never saw Hackers? We're gonna stream it. 1995, best movie ever. Hack the planet. Hack the planet. Like, <laughs> oh, that's oh that's man. From. Okay, okay. It's just a staple. Right. Okay. Basically, it, it it's like the inception of what you would think like. So you know that old the, the 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 trope of like oh what writers or like what Hollywood writers think hacking is like like in like those yeah those, this was yeah. the inception of that trope with was was hackers interesting yeah. okay okay because it is that's, just so amazing goofy and obnoxious <laughs> yeah I saw I saw uh, Johnny Mnemonic it's not like that's, that that no no, okay. no this is yeah. more like retro hacking what all people who like super nerd out about old hacking and stuff like that like phone Dude, freaking and stuff like that right, right. It, it took all the stuff that like your parents were afraid that you were doing and slapped it into a movie exactly how it was portrayed like somebody <laughs> yeah. yeah like in the beginning they like the kid hacked an atm machine uh through like a payphone or something and then the fbi kicks his door in i, I might be forgetting some details but it was like like that like basically the kid got drugged out of the shower and arrested in front of his parents yeah so it was right. like a big, big like thing. But it's a perfect, equate, perfect uh, movie. It's got a bad guy that's obviously the bad guy and a bunch of people who are doing doing the wrong thing for the right reasons. They they, they the basically internet. make hackers into like international terrorists and whatnot, even though they're just yeah. like Yeah, it was like satanic panic, but for hacking. Because like oh, all these yeah, people yeah. don't understand how computers work and these bored kids figured out how to do it. Right. Yeah, exactly. So it's all Especially, very counterculture yeah. and punk. Right, yeah, so, so especially yeah. that oh, you'd have like hacking scenes where it's like, okay, I'm in the like I'm in the mainframe, and then like on the other computer would be like a '90s 3D render of like a bomb going off. It's like <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> they have a lot of like panning shots over like like um like circuit boards and motherboards, like as like almost like a cityscape to show like moving through the network. Yeah, like that's the, the best. The, yeah. the bad guy's server room was literally like it looked like it came out of like Tron or something, and he was Didn't like, he, like yeah, ride a skateboard or something or like a no, 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 that was the good guy. Really were, weird, were riding the the skateboards. Um, but the the bad guy hacker, his his modular like keyboard looked like a freaking like arcade stick, like that's <laughs> <laughs> with different colored like. Beep boop lights and, and buttons. He was just a, a more lead hacksaw than the rest of them, that's all. Yeah. So are we gonna stream this? When are we, we have to, this? now we have to. Oh I yeah, to. I'd be down to clown with that. Yeah, let's pick a time. If anyone wants to join, we do movie streams on the Discord server. If you want to watch hackers with us, check out the server. You can find the link on the website and in the description and 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 on and yeah. <laughs> join up. Where, where, what got us onto the topic of hackers? I don't movies. know. Play a song. It was like the, the <laughs> yeah, 80s uh, and then like, movies that may have hold, held up or right, the aesthetics this, of all synth that. Right, kind of stuff. Right, right, right. Awesome. Okay, well, let's play a song and uh, shout out to the 80s uh, with the best aesthetic ever. 95, though, you said, right? Yeah. Hackers. But but they're portraying the 80s probably, right? <sighs> 90s. Or is it the future? 90s dash 2000. It it's it's tr it tries to be it's contemporary. Definitely not 2000s. They had dial up. Okay, so yeah, more like in the late 90s. Okay, because Tron is 
in the future. Is that right? No, and that's Tron's in the eighties, right? I I can't recall if it's supposed to be in the future. Yeah, I think it's or in not. the eighties. But yeah, I love those shots of like the the close ups on the computer chips, like going into the CPU. And there was a show I used to watch, um, kids show Superhuman Cyber Squad, where the kid would get sucked into the computer and have to like turn into a mech like Power Rangers or whatever, and fight off viruses and stuff. They're in a band too. Of course. This, the the group of kids. Great show. Shouts out to anybody who knows that show. <laughs> All right, next song, demo. Why don't we go with one of yours? All right. The altitude of gotcha, so we can stick with the nostalgia. This, is, this was my early intro to Vaporwave finding... Nightwave, or not Nightwave Plaza, Hologram Plaza on YouTube and just listening mm-hmm. it till it's been ingrained into my DNA. Mm-hmm. This one is, I believe, Enter Through the Lobby. Oh, this is classic. Oh, yeah. This is... Ah, that's nostalgic paper. That that album cover is like, was like one of my first like PC uh, like wallpapers. Nice. Yeah. Oh, I hear this on the Krellas all the time. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, it's funny how there's those like certain pieces of art you just see like coming around over and over again that like define like uh, on vaporwave aesthetics. You know, if you sort by top, you'll see a lot of the familiar ones and some certain shots of restaurants and whatnot. Yeah. Someone in. else does this song, but they actually have a, the vocals on the sample too. Is that Cat Corp? Baby won't share. Oh, Jax. Yeah. Burn, burn. I don't know who it is, but yeah, I've definitely is heard that version. Pepsi? I believe there was a recent uh, remix from the My Pet Flamingos uh, Nobody's Here that was that just released. Oh, Echoes of the Past? Yeah. Oh, there it is. That's there's the vocal. Okay, so it might be this song. It is this one. Oh, okay. <laughs> you told exactly me. You, like you knew what I was saying. Right? Yeah. 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 Hologram Plaza. So, man, I have deja vu so much when watching the podcast. I feel like everything I say, I've said already. Whether it's on the old podcast, Private Suite, or one of the previous episodes here, but um. I wish we'd get an official vinyl of this. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. Work a set, yeah. There was an unofficial pressing, but... Uh, yeah, I don't want to talk about yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's so controversial. <laughs> that I keep finding them on Discogs for like $400. And yeah. like, oh, fucking really? Yeah, well, Shit, that's you, crazy. But you can't ever tell if it's real or not. Because it was yeah, literally man. just a sharpied on you know because that with a printed out like j-card oh for so tape i see yeah, anyone yeah, yeah. the tape could, would be hard to anyone find. can boot yeah, it sure. like it's it's super super easy to yeah. boot. like but people yeah. spell it like it's like legit like the only way they can possibly and i don't know how many um copies of the original email that got sent around to because i forget who carried it I remember someone was on the the VCC trying to sell one. Was it Sick Records? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 
but they had the email, like, hey, here's the email to my email from them for the receipt. Right. And I was like, I don't know, man, that's, that's, that's not a lot of proof I, either. I think they did it under a different name, it was like Classic Wave. I swear I talked about this recently. Sorry, any listeners who <laughs> can uh, remember better than me. You know, Andy, I just realized uh, the other song that uses the same sample is uh, Rad by Costanza. Oh, nice. Yeah, there's got to be a few people that use this sample. Yeah, I worked Costanza? on a video using that. Yeah, Rad by Costanza. It nice. has got the over it, mm. you know, like the Seinfeld sound. <laughs> I don't know what to call it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he, uh, they are playing uh, at Vapor Shave as well. I think that's going to be the first ever live URL set from Costanza. So tune in, folks. Don't miss it. Very nice. But I'll tell you, the, um, the the recommendations on the band camp are also like a trip down memory lane. You got like Architecture in Tokyo. You got Blood Wave. That's an artist that... Like that album is so good, and then they didn't do anything else after. I mean, they kind of hit it out of the park. Are you talking architecture in Tokyo? Yeah, yeah. What's the album? Uh, Summer Paradise. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, some of those. I don't know. Have we have we done an episode on just the aesthetic, the art, one hit wonders? Everything just hit so perfectly at the time for it to get. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It holds up. But yeah, I, I see what you mean. Yeah. Um, if we haven't, we probably should discuss like vaporwave, like one-hit wonder, like albums or like artists who did did one or two things and then just disappeared from the scene. And there were some people that just made things like for fun, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> experimenting, just screwing around. Um, <clears throat> And a lot of those people like only did one album. There's one I'm thinking of, uh, Dreamcast Summer Songs by Devon Hendricks. He's, um, <laughs> yeah, he, you may know his other project, JPEG Mafia. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so he did some stuff. Maybe we'll play, we have so many songs to play on this freaking episode. But this this album is like super super early vaporwave, um, Dreamcast Summer Songs, and that that's definitely like a one hit wonder album kind of thing, especially because of how early it was. It was like twenty two thousand nine. Crazy summer songs, eh? Yeah, two thousand nine was vapor even up. Yeah, I'll just let me at least play. We'll play the first song. We'll play a bit of it here. Um, and everyone can go check it out if they like it. Um, Power Stone by Devon Hendricks. And uh, again, I think more of an experiment because he's doing JPEG Mafia now, <laughs> which is massive. So, all right, here it is Power Stone. It's just, it's like the editing, right? The repeating vapor. We love that repetitive, like someone can just loop a chorus of a song over and over and we're happy, right? 
Flamingosis. Hey, nice. There's an artist we haven't heard from in a while. They actually did a single recently with two other artists, but it's not not close to what they used to do. It's more like a housey, dancey kind of thing, which is cool. Not really my jam, though. I mean, it, I can see that, but I can also see this just kind of being like a beat for for someone like like a like a producing a beat for someone to rap over a little bit yeah exactly yeah so it's, it's, very... so it's like kind of exactly it's like reaching into vapor but it's certainly like not a new technique by any means uh yeah great stuff there well anyway it's certainly um you know it, it now is a great time for vapor like any other time just a different time and uh you know, we can't talk about how we got here without talking about YouTube, right? So for better or for worse, the changes, you know, we're all here and we're all in the community and uh, just here's to the future, I suppose, right? Yeah. Yeah, may it not get worse. If we, we, we can yeah, do something Yeah, YouTube got a new too. CEO. Uh, what's that girl's name? Susan something? She stepped down? Wichicky. Yeah, and the new CEO, he's uh, known for like not great like consumer uh, practices, I guess. Um, oh, like like he's the one that that he's the one that wanted to incorporate NFTs into YouTube, and he oh, also no. removed the like button. The dislike button. And yeah. now he's the CEO. When the Macy's Thanksgiving Parade was giving out free NFTs, I knew we reached a dark era. Mm. <laughs> Oh God! We, um... What does that even mean? So, for for all of our international <laughs> listeners, Thanksgiving is a holiday we made up, and we eat a lot of turkey on it. And uh, there's a a ma massive company from the past called the Macy's that owned a lot of money, and they worry about a them. parade every year. And I was watching it because I just what's on on Thanksgiving, and they were like, "Hey, go to this website to download your free NFT," and I'm like, "Oh my God." It's over. It's just all over. Yeah, they're just harvesting your information. <laughs> I only know that thing because of the Green Day song. You ever heard that song? Which, Which one? Macy's Day Parade by Green Day. It's pretty good. It's an acoustic song. Huh. You ever heard that? That's a great song. You probably have it. Most people have heard like three Green Day songs. Yeah, they should well, hear more. Their early stuff is good. No, I it's on... Uh, oh, yeah. If it's not on Dookie or American <laughs> Idiot, I don't know. <laughs> No, it's on the one before American Idiot. I think it was called Warning. Warning. Yeah, yeah. no, I didn't listen to that one. It's got some good songs. They had, they had Minority. Okay. You remember that one? Yeah. Had a good music video. Yeah, that was the single. There's one more too, but yeah, Warning. it's a good album. <laughs> Macy's Day Parade. Check it out. 
All right, let's let's uh, play some song, song time. That's the best time. So yeah, uh, shouts out just this conscious whoever you are. We we love that album. Please give us vinyl. Yeah, <laughs> or a new album. New no, album would just also be vinyl. Nice. Only vinyl. Only vinyl. I'll t- I'll t- I'll take both. Okay, I'm gonna play a song, um, by a new artist, not new the, to the community, but new as far as making vaporwave albums um, mostly on the side of like lounge and barber beats infinite sex god by global chill who is the uh, owner of geometric lullaby um so yeah here we go let's check out their brand new album infinite sex god and we're gonna listen to track number four I love Vapor Lounge. Yeah, it's a very like particular vibe of Barber Beats. I'm kind of, you know, it, it came on so quickly. I think a lot of people were critical of that about the subgenre. Although if you search Barber Beats, people have been looking for that term since I think it was 2005 or something I saw, so I thought that was interesting. Maybe not related, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's this is a I, I really dig this album. Global Chill also performing at Vapor Shave March 18th. Good yeah, idea. that's saxophone. Ooh. It's giving me like heavy nineties, early two thousands smooth jazz vibe for sure for sure there's a few classic jazz artists that kind of have that like super uh, iconic kind of way of playing and whatnot forget um i was just thinking of one i'm trying to look it up here Ooh, that Back, back when they still had the genre of adult contemporary. That's honestly what so much vaporwave is. You're like sometimes trying to mimic or just straight sampling. Remixed adult contemporary. I, mean, I love it. New yeah. Zach for millennials. It's cool because like, you know, we were too young to get to experience it when it came out. Maybe we would have loved this shit, you know, but it, the companies that own the music aren't pushing the music to us so we owe it to these vaporwave artists 
like in, in finding and curating this music to show us what we would have loved by repack repackaging it for a modern audience. And like, if we're gonna talk about something like city pop, like the resurgence of city pop, or even calling it city pop, because that's not what it was really called back then, uh, in the uh, early 80s, um, was because of like future funk remixes and whatnot and YouTube. That's how I found Tatsuro Yamashite. Oh, nice. Yeah, exactly. He, he's it's sampled like, in, like, everything. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, Tetsuro. It's funny, his stuff is never is not on Spotify, though, eh? No. So no, I, I usually just find it on YouTube. Uh, yeah, but it's funny. You. If you try and look for his stuff, you can't find it. But you can find, like, everybody else. Yeah. He's, he's, a, uh, he's been a and notorious no vinyl, lady. too. He's been a notorious, notoriously conservative um, artist. Uh, very, very close to the best, nationalistic. Um, he even famously like does not allow anyone to even like videotape. Like very rare like tapes of his concerts even like make it onto the internet. Oh wow! Um, yeah. However, to any anime fans out there, he did recently provide a new song. Well new-ish to the um to a mamaru hosoda film uh mirai um oh sick that was he he, he provided the close i think title song or closing song and one of the major ones to that more recent anime film very beautiful always like a mamaru hosoda uh film. yeah i haven't seen that one i really love uh summer wars and uh girl who left through time is like my favorite film ever oh yeah the, the wolf children makes me cry at just every time wolf children it, that one, I don't want to cry for my favorite movie, you know. <laughs> I my God, I I love it so much, but the mother song from the the Wolf Children will will bring me to tears. So I I, I can't I can't enjoy it because yeah. I like it so much that it makes me cry. So therefore, yeah. I haven't listened to it in so long. Yeah, I have some songs like that for sure. You can only listen to them sometimes when you're like really in the in the, the zone. Yeah, for in sure. But. Yeah, yeah, I gotta watch Mirai. I, I, and I haven't seen The Boy and His Beast either. I, I started watching that one. That is also uh, a very good one. Um, but no, Tatsuro Yamashita, like, if this ever gets to you, please make your music more accessible to us. We want it. We love it. Come on. You, you will be a millionaire. I can tell you Edith. if you're not already. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you can find all the other artists... Like no problem, like uh, Taiko Anuki or um, the Taiko Anuki and Takoko Mamiya, I think. I don't remember who did which, but their stuff's on there. Maria Taikuchi, who is Tetsuro Yamashita's wife, I think. Yeah, she. I think she oh, recently. Love. Yeah, she actually recently put out a official remaster of like plastic love on her spotify before then it was like yeah older. like that was a year ago or so right was it yeah yeah i love that song yeah nice come on oh dude. right yeah I, I remember the the trailer for it was awesome and then the video ended up being like kind of boring right oh okay i'm glad someone else said it i remember i was like oh that's it yeah yeah i don't know what i was expecting but it wasn't that 
I don't, keep it straight on the show, you know? I don't know if it was a mix, <laughs> if it was a remix or if they actually did this, but there was there was a version of Plastic Love floating around where it was a duet between uh, Yamashita and uh, Mariah. Um, oh, like there nice. was a, a duet. Oh, that was, it was a live duet. Yeah, that was magical version. It was, it was very Damn, nice. Damn, you'll have to link that up. Let's, I'm going to check that out. Yeah, let me see if I can find it. Yeah. Just... Thank you. Um, yeah, so check out globalchill.bandcamp.com if you want to keep up with the releases from uh, Dennis from Geo Lullaby. And he's got Twitter, too, as well, if you want to follow on there. And again, performing <clears throat> excuse me, at our event on March 18th. Check it out. Uh, what else we got to talk about here? Okay, let's do a release radar. We got... Uh, well, actually, I just saw Pad Chennington's uh, Club Chennington Selects Volume 3 just went live, so check it out. There was a live listening party on Pad's YouTube, and you can download the album for free on his Bandcamp, uh, Cats Kill Records. That's cats with a K, K-A-T-S, killrecords.bandcamp.com. And uh, a lot of great artists on this um, compilation. So check it out. We also have... Oh, I'm going to pronounce this wrong. Revenue. Revenue. Cassette Corp. Is that right, Crispy? Oh, I, uh, I've never yeah. heard it said out loud. <laughs> Revenue. Uh, Revenue. I always said it like Revenaut, like astronaut. But I Revenaut. also have low reading comprehension. So who's to say? Maybe it's the Canadian Quebecois in me but, uh, <laughs> i just wanted to say you know if you haven't heard of that label they're doing some cool stuff fairly new label in the scene they're doing tapes their releases look beautiful they're picking some really cool albums and uh yeah we think they deserve a follow and more support so check them out revenocc.bandcamp.com and also we have a new track from a hero just came out if you like a hero check it out it's called 4k view and it uh to accompany the song is a music video and you know i'm a huge fan of music videos especially when they you know act as singles for a new album i think that's something kind of missing in the vaporwave scene especially when it comes to being done by like production companies and i guess you know of course that's a separate conversation about the difference in in our genre compared to a more like standard genre like drum and bass or, or something like that but um yeah shouts out to the people that are making music videos for singles like uh crispy doodles here in the chat <laughs> hey that's me uh i also just i want to shout out uh you know my wave squad dub prophet yep. solo dolo 84 and carte blanche we're all we're all kind of visualists um i feel like uh dub and solo put out a lot more than i do and they also put out a lot more like videos for newer tracks uh i just kind of feel a vibe and then i pick a song to go with it so uh they, they definitely are more on the pulse of the newer releases than i am Mm -hmm. yeah dub prophet he is amazing it's another funny we never mentioned him earlier we totally should have yeah shout out dub prophet we'll link his stuff up in the description and also solo dolo mm -hmm. all parts of the wave squad yep we'll and it's all in our link stuff. tree too cool yeah we'll, we'll link that up for sure 
But um, yeah, shouts out to the people making music videos. And give a hero, give that song a, a check. Uh, A-H-E-R-O dot bandcamp dot com. A hero. And you know, the I song just, is called uh, 4K. I just clicked on the video and I just want to point out that my recommendeds are me. Uh, the Krella Station. <laughs> Cart's <laughs> album. Uh, more me. It just, it keeps going. And videos I've already watched a bunch of times. It's just... It just it I don't know what happened to the algorithm. It's broken. That's crazy. Okay, what do I got? I got Low Poly Breaks Disc Two by Pizza Hotline. That vi- that's a fucking awesome that video has two th- hundred thousand views as well, man. Congratulations to them. They're fucking doing it right. I got the Twin Towers Vaporwave World Trade Center mix. Oh nice. I've heard that one. I uh, I'm only talking about the Vaporwave ones. I got your 3DS can do so much more. No, that's not. <laughs> um, oh, Entering the Plaza by F- Sound Station. Uh, some of Me, Utopia District. Yeah, it's just a fucking mess, man. Oh, I've got a Dub Profit video in here, too. Nice. Luxury well, that, Dining by That Tupperware. you should watch over and over and over again. Gotta check the algorithm. My my YouTube recommends are are freaking like i use i use youtube more than i do like tv nowadays but so it's just a mess like i got i got some moist critical videos i got i got a 4k version of jamiroquai's uh virtual insanity um mm. that's a that's a i'm a little jealous bringing see. back those 4k some magic the gathering uh videos oh and i maybe because i was scrolling through all of my like mixes I'm, I'm getting like drum and bass city pop some some mixes in there just because i was like clicking yeah, all bigger them. mixes though right a lot yeah not no a lot of old established mixes not a lot of yeah. new ones some vapor memory of course daily dose of internet oh and yeah i'm not getting any vapor memory recommendations anymore it's so weird the only one i got was that desert sand one with the black and uh, gold. It's like a pyramid outline. <clears throat> Excuse me. That one I got recommended a shit ton. Yeah. Um, but not not much else. The, um... So weird. Yeah, but you have, one tip is use separate channels. Like, don't like if you've got a vaporwave interest, only watch vaporwave stuff on one channel. Luckily, I with I have my indie shit, and then I have Utopia District, so I only watch vaporwave on the utopia district one so that's helpful making more of my videos vaporwave related but still not all of them it's like why would i you should know by now youtube i don't want to see anything else (laughs) i have a youtube on the apple tv and it's not logged in and we've accidentally trained it to only play vaporwave it'll it'll swing through electronic gems and uh, all the mixes it's it's pretty nice yeah, just we can just let it roll, account. and it just it picks good songs, and sometimes it'll even pick one of mine. Nice, <laughs> nice. So it's yeah, it's man, the algorithm's weird. Sometimes I feel like I'll say something out loud, and then I'm gonna get ads for it, or like apparently you can get ads for things that your friends are interested in, like if you're connected online in your social circle, like you'll get served ads. I heard this one story about. People getting served ads for baby diapers because they went to a baby shower with their friend, you know. So, based on what That's was insane. 
based on the messages that they sent around around that time, there must have been links to one. And now Google thinks she's pregnant. I mean, I'll start the conspiracy theory now. I think it's based on proximity. Because like, I've had stuff friends have searched for. And they're like, hey, have you seen this advertisement? I'm like, yeah, I see that all the time on Facebook. Now we're getting the same ads. Now we're talking about it. Now we're doing exactly what they want us to do. <laughs> it's like, get away from me. I don't want to see your ads. It's what they wanted all along. I have noticed that I'll go to a friend's house uh, and it'll pick up my own channels, not my, my channel, but it'll pick up on channels that I watch, like, uh, just random stuff that I know that they would never be interested in and their, their algorithm would never cross with mine. But as soon as I come in their house, their YouTube is like, okay, you want to watch Quentin reviews, don't you? Do you use their Wi-Fi? Yeah, it's so probably why. <laughs> Google yeah. tracks all Wi-Fi hotspots by name and MAC address that you connect to. And they use it as a mapping feature for Google Maps. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> That's it. I'm throwing my phone away. No more phone. <laughs> just, just put it in a lead box that you carry around. Like a lead fanny I pack. Shared a GIF. I shared a GIF on the server. It was a video earlier today of a classic Corona commercial from 2009. And it's a super... Just go to the Feel Your Vapor, Feel the Vapor channel and, and uh, watch it. But... It's so freaking aesthetic, uh, like beachside kind of thing, right? And the point of the commercial is the guy's skipping rocks, his phone goes off, and then uh, he skips his phone in, in the water instead. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, back when getting a phone wet would destroy Relax. it. Are we calling 2009 classic now? I feel so old. <laughs> I do love the beach aesthetic, though. I love that beach is kind of like a, a big theme in Vaporwave. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I not to not to brag, but I did go to Mexico over winter and over Christmas. And I was like, I better take some video of the beach. And then I use that to make like intro bumpers for Wave Squad. So we have like actual authentic beach footage. That nice. I took. Awesome. None of that lab grown beach. All natural, yeah. <laughs> 100% free trade. Organic, no GMO. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My only regret was I didn't take any night shots, so I had to figure out how to do night filters after the fact to make a newer one. But I know better for next time. <laughs> yeah. You just got to tell your viewers to close their eyes. Yeah, just close your eyes. Listen to the beach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's good to have your own footage, too. Um, yeah, I have one... Takes one video that I, I filmed entirely myself and it's it's it, every time I watch it I get a little emotional because I'm like I actually took that footage I did it I didn't rip it from YouTube I didn't steal it from the internet archive mm -hmm. yeah exactly also I'm appreciating the 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 PS1 era aesthetics of just this highly polygonal 3D imaging yeah that's awesome oh um looks like there's a Album just released by, uh, or not just released, a tape just released by Revenue <laughs> Revenue Cassette Corp. Broken Broke Labs is taking over tape duties. Broke Labs, I've never heard of Broke Labs. Awesome, another another new label. It's amazing to see so many new labels. Um, yeah, I'll link it in the description as well. Here you go, fam. Lots of cassettes today. It's it's crazy. It, vapor's been around so long. We're getting nostalgic for like early vapor aesthetics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I love it's it. It's pretty cool. Pretty neato. It's a pretty nice t-shirt, too. Oh, that's right. That's pretty. Yeah, they're doing shirts for this album, too. That's right. I don't know if I would want to walk around with a shirt that said Golden Gush on it, though. Because people might ask would. what that means. <laughs> well, you hang around, you'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> want to find out about the Golden Gush? Don't put worry about this, it. Put this earbud in your ear. You'll find out. <laughs> Transcend. Gush. Yeah, but do you, yeah, the, so, uh, yeah, do you want the Capri Sun? Blue like Gush that. or the Gold Gush? Oh, gold Gush. Gold Gush or Bust, you know? That's just, that's just how you go. <laughs> There's a lot about a person, which one they pick. <laughs> so, uh, brokelabs.bandcamp.com is I where you get can the find gold that cassette shirt if I get the t-shirt. Why do I just want the gold cassette by itself? That's an, it's a pretty fancy looking tape there. It's right? beautiful. Absolutely. I wonder how the I color like print this... looks like on the gold metallic cassette, though. Because that's just kind of like yeah. a render. Well, it could be LED printed. But on metallic? Like it could look just like that. Yeah, absolutely. Huh. Here I am, not knowing how things work. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to pick one up. I'm going to go I mean, for the blue one. There's only two of them. Oh, no. Screw There's only two left? Holy for shit, the, that was the no, This is addition of two for the gold one. Oh, wow. Really? That's crazy. How do you make two pad-printed cassettes? Well... I'm going to get myself a blue tape. Yeah, I'm going blue. Because, I mean, I, I like the gold, but I I, I, I don't want to... I just want the tape, man. That golden gush. Sorry, I can't be repping that kind of style. Uh, you know, it's just it's just not me. Got to speak my truth. <laughs> I mean... Uh, it's, a great, it's a great album. I, I will say that I have... But I have a uh, News at 11 and a Equip t-shirt uh they've gone through several washes and uh they've they've stood up oh my hotel pools one nice. i got it econ 3 still my favorite shirt ever mm -hmm. i want to find out whoever makes that like base shirt because it was so comfortable but that you you could probably message hotel pools they're pretty like open to responding i think about what oh about finding out Anything. where they get it from yeah, I could just look at the tag too. I just haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I know well, these were like Jilden yeah, or whatever, the like the standard like mass-produced T-shirt. I, I, yeah. I threw in the meeting chat with the one I ordered. It looked cool. Yeah, it looks nice. It's crazy, man. Darn. I bought the Internet Club one. Came up pretty nice quality. I gotta say, like, pretty pretty nice. Um, I forget who put it out. Uh, one second, this is gonna bother me. I gotta get it. Where's I don't the own any vapor t-shirts. The closest I have, I I bought a shirt from the Yeti that looks like Lo-Fi Hip Hop Girl mixed with like the the vaporwave aesthetic. So that's the closest oh, yeah. to vapor merch that I own. But then I I got curry or something on it, so I can't wear it out in public anymore. Oh damn! I just I'm so bad about that. Like my favorite shirts always get food on them. <laughs> You just gotta get tie-dye t-shirts my... more often. Yeah, definitely tie-dye vapor shirts. I do. I do own one vinyl, and I'm waiting on a couple cassettes. I own News at Eleven on vinyl. Go. That's a solid. Yeah, thing. the the really cool the picture disc and the in the holographic one. I love it. Ooh, nice. I got a repress next year. Copy. Last year. Yeah, <laughs> that one came out. I was like, son of a bitch. This is yeah, like four. I, 
And then and the VHS I, I came to out it after fairly that. Fairly regularly. Yeah. <laughs> on yeah, a record player. One of the most important albums. Like that's one of my favorite. For Fundamental. Sure. Oh yeah. Yeah, we'll probably do another stream of the VHS this year too. That was so good. Um, yeah. The the thank you. The uh, t-shirt was by Comma Comma Pause and Reflect Music is the label I think. And the t-shirt was Liberated from the World. You know the um, rap 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 rap. Oh rap. yeah yeah. I hate it. but uh i'm happy to walk around and have that like you know on me that's pretty cool anyone they'll either know the anime or it's from uh gundam yeah yeah they'll know um i've seen that face but i didn't know it was gundam yeah it's It's like a it's like a one second shot right it's from the first yeah from the 1979 gundam anime isn't that wild how wow. one picture, one frame could become so pivotal? Oh, yeah. Um, but hey, if you want to experience more of this, of that classic 90s aesthetic in anime and whatnot, like your revolutionary girl Utena, Space Invader Lum and all that, we also, every Saturday morning, Saturday morning anime, come on in, kick, 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 your, kick your shoes off. We also do that too. <laughs> no shoes About two hours. Take your shoes off. Yeah, yeah. We take uh, recommendations as well. Caravale's doing a lot of great work with the anime streams and sharing some classics that uh, I certainly haven't seen, and I imagine a lot of others. And like a lot of them influence the vaporwave scene. Like Lum, you mentioned. Like she's like the mascot of Future Funk. Yep. Space Invader Lum, uh, Dirty Pear occasionally will... Dirty Pear, super, super aesthetic. Utena definitely needs Dragon to be... Dragon Ball, obviously. Yeah, Dragon Ball. Um, we need more Utena Vaporwave. Because it's... Miyazaki yeah. Wave. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, U- U- Utena is definitely, like, top-tier aesthetic. Like, definitely, like, an edgier, almost Sailor Moon um, kind, of, kind of way about it. But the backgrounds yeah. for that show are just... I still think we don't have enough Serial Experiments Lane Vaporwave. That's that's probably true as well. Although she's definitely more popular in like the breakcore drum and bass kind of. um, They use a lot of her, a lot of Lane for for that. Sewer Slut? Yes. Who? Lane? Serial Experimental Experiments Lane? Isn't that a show? Yeah, Yeah. it's an anime. That's what I'm saying. That the, like, like, a lot of oh, um, I thought you okay. A lot of yeah, uh, great like, that, that aesthetic more because like the only one I can think of right off the top of my head was it was it Echo Jams? Who was it? That was a shark. No, not Echo Jams. Echo Chamber. Oh, by I'm real. Oh, Echo I'm Chamber here. is that the one? Yeah, yeah, that's uh, Echo. Yeah, I'm real. I'm here by Echo Chamber. Dude, that's a classic album. That one I have, is... that, I have that tape, super rare tape. Yeah, that one's Serial Experiments Lane. As well yeah, as right. uh, Siberia by Kylon Palm. Okay, no, I don't, I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, K K Kylon Palm. That's like the Shinji cover. Is that's, that Shinji on the front? That's Lane from Serial Experiments Lane. Siberia oh. was the name of the nightclub in the anime. Oh man, I gotta watch this show. Uh, I actually I've have never that seen team. that one. Nice. Well, we'll put that on the 
Because I think that one you could actually just find on YouTube, right? Liberia? No, exper- uh, Serial Experiment Experiments Lane. Oh, yeah, probably. It's been around for a long enough time. Oh, yeah. It's it's early psychological thriller um, mm. in the same Deep vein stuff. as like Paranoia Agent. Yeah, uh, some real hardcore, edgy high schooler stuff. Which is probably why a lot of break horror and drum and bass people use it, uh, use the aesthetic. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that. It, it looks... That's why I said Sewer Slut. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's good. another podcast, anime and vaporwave. Yeah, sure. It's not just Future Funk. For sure. That uh, is influenced by it. I mean, God, I could talk about it. You could have, that on, have me on that for that. I yeah, could you can we'll host that episode. episode. <laughs> just do the whole thing. It'd just be a monologue. Yeah. Or he just... Yeah, exactly. One I mean, man show. The, the, pod, the podcasts usually are around an hour and a half, but this one is like four hours. Oh, oh! don't get me started about long podcasts. Uh. <laughs> cool. Well, um, that was a great uh, tangent. Let's go. Okay, I just want to talk about some merch market here, some releases. We got a super dope uh, illustration book uh, for DJ Sabrina, the teenage DJ. If anyone's a fan of their music, it's like not quite vaporwave, but it's it kind of has the same roots, just in a different type of sound. Like it's not slowing music down really; it's more doing a dance version of that. And the book looks super awesome, certainly for uh, collectors of. Uh, oh, you hear, I don't know if you can hear the the car the, coming for you. The, the yeah, the cop siren. But yeah, um, hardback cover, novel-sized, uh, yeah, illustrated novelization. It seems to be a book, like there's words in it. So uh, maybe it's some lore for DJ Sabrina, the teenage DJ. Super freaking amazing. I don't know. I'm re- I'm looking at the picture, and it looks to it reads like Sabrina the Teenage Witch fan fiction. Well, yeah, that's kind of the the whole shtick with the artist oh okay yeah so this cool. cover here is one of their albums actually called charmed oh. i think it was their latest full-length album yeah they're they're something special man like i love their work and just like their approach and why they do it like i just want to support them for that reason alone let alone how good the music is some of their mixes can kind of go on but like they do some really really cool stuff and we did a vhs for them actually let me shout that out as well we still have some in stock so if you like the artist you haven't seen the vhs you can check that out on our Bandcamp. um and definitely check out the artist if you haven't heard we have a new album from toyo hirakumin Coming out on Adhesive Sounds. Shouts out Toronto Labels. Woo! Adhesive Sounds, classic, classic label from like 2014, 2015. AdhesiveSounds.bandcamp.com. Check them out. And give the album a listen. Toyo is a super classic Japanese vaporwave artist. Uh, we've put some of their music out on Tiger Blood. And they're, they have some really classic stuff. I know uh, like Pat Chennington's a big fan. Um, yeah, check check them out. They're they're super awesome. Tapes available. Uh, we have a tape for Groceries' newest album. There's still stock available for that. And um, 
You can find that at groceries-store.bandcamp.com. And uh, check out the album if you haven't heard it. It's called Our Shop. Uh, it's really great. And last but not least for physicals today, we want to go over to Corespect Records for some future funk. We've got Dragon Chan World Champion with World Champion Resort. Very, very nice stuff. Great album cover. Mini discs and cassettes still in stock. Check it out at Corespect.bandcamp.com. Mini disc. Right. I love that. No one releases yeah. on mini disc. Yeah, there's there's, um, uh, there's a few labels. Underwater Computing does some. I think My Pet Flamingo is still doing it here and there. From what but, I can understand, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's like it more got of a big UK there for thing. A while. Definitely more of a UK thing. Yeah. Oh, I. Yeah. Um, we have some uh, friends in the community that run a va- uh, mini disc, like um, the wiki. Wiki. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. We'll link them up for anyone interested in mini discs. They do some great work. Um, okay, so that's our merch market section. And uh, let's go back to another song. Uh, who hasn't done one? Crispy, what's your other song? Oh, uh, let's hope I pronounce this correctly. <laughs> um, it's uh, it's by Abdursta. And it's, uh, well, I'm not going to pronounce it, but it's it's the word Music Street spelled backwards. Like all the um, all the songs on the album called Escape are written backwards. Mm, cool, cool. Uh, this particular song has just been stuck in my head, and it is just a straight up bop. Nice. I don't know this artist. Oh, 2016. Shit. I know this is an old album. I never came across uh, this. I Crellas uh, uh, once again. Uh, I found it through Crellas's channel, and then it just nice. kind of fit the vibe for the like the MTV aesthetic I was going for for my last mix. Mm-hmm. And our, oh, cool. our hot rock visual album, yeah. I guess you can call it that. <laughs> uh, and this just, it just really hits it for me for like, uh, like just rock. I mean, it's not like rock rock, but it's got that like MTV feel just that heavy, I really like. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's so hard to explain that aesthetic. It's like in your face, kind of adult swimmy sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah. So let's check this out. We got fucking number nine on the album number nine yeah yeah it is i had to squint at it for a second which one is it (laughs) it's tear oh yeah we'll just read it backwards yeah it's music Music street Street backwards and you'll you'll hear why it's called that backwards okay cool and here it is by abdursta is that something backwards too i you know i sat there and thought about it and i don't think so (laughs) It doesn't look like it. All right, everybody, here it is. Enjoy. Awesome. Yeah, I, uh, in my head, I picture like a really mid-80s, like dark, hazy uh, alley in an MTV music video with like neon lights. 
It's just, I don't know. That's you just like what it feels like to me. I need some parachute pants. Under a bridge. The Raver Kids. Like you're about to get into a dance battle with somebody. Yeah. Looks like you brought a knife to a dance fight. Ah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Look, we're gonna have a twist. dance fight. I can feel Music it. Music's straight. There's just so much going on. It sounds pretty heavily layered. Save the last dance for me. Dance for me. Won't you save it for me? The feminine urge to scream this out loud right now. Type of songs too, it's always so interesting to me to try and in my head guess what they did to edit the track. Because there's no doubt a lot of songs in this kind of you know classic vapor like lo-fi sound that just take a song and slow it down. They used to, right? And it makes for some fine sound, but you kind of you know, in 2023, you want to know that someone transformed it. And what you're hearing isn't actually the artist's, you know, thoughts being poured into the sound, into the song. Mm-hmm. And with this one, the way, you know, he layered the, the vocals over top of one another during the bridge area and what we're hearing right now. Mm-hmm. It makes like what I I don't think it was in the original song, but so often I'll go back and listen. I'm like, oh wait, it, it's 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 there, yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if that was how it was. But yeah, it's a great track. Hella, hella. It's nice. powerful. It's definitely Pow. infectious. I I do feel like yeah. dancing or battling exclusively through dance. We should have a vaporwave dance off. Oh no! Dance the vapor. That's what I'm saying. Like you're gonna have to go and categorize things. What's it's a vapor gonna have dance? to be like vapor funk. Yeah, it can, Planet yeah, Plaza. It, <laughs> it wouldn't be like slush wave. You you sway the slush. Just like going to like a Suno concert. That could be cool. Everyone just like melting back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> can we make vapor moshing a thing? Facing each other. The slowest mosh each ever. Other down. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a negative two mile an hour, like, circle slow pit. Mosh. It's like slowed down, just like Vapor. <laughs> a slow wave. Match just the like BPM. <laughs> BPM matched circle pit. <laughs> yeah, there are those kids that throw down. I don't know if you ever saw that throwing down where you, like, windmill your arms around. Yeah. I've seen it. Just super slow. Just, just to disrespect your surroundings. I can see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for yeah, the track. Yeah, same. <laughs> 
All right, what else we got? Uh, news. We got some more news here. So it looks like Business Casual is raising the price of their full discography from $1 to $3. And they've had that $1 price scheme since they opened the label, I think. And um, I think it's just an interesting discussion topic. Like, of course, no one's going to doubt that they should do that. Um, you know, they give away all their albums for free if you want them individually. But if you want them automatically added to your collection, you can um, you can pay. And so, you know, I think it's just like an opportunity to celebrate Vaporwave sort of and how labels like Business Casual are all like, you know, we're talking about the reasons Vaporwave exists and what we're thankful for, like YouTube and the people making those mixes. Labels, of course, you know, we, we can say it over and over again. If you just look at the comments section too, if you go to Business Casual's Bandcamp and then you can type slash community at the end of the link if you want to go to the community page. I think on mobile you can probably get there a little easier, but yeah, it's just so many people like supporting John and and the the whole like um, just giving showing thanks. So, excuse me. I think that's that's super cool. You know, it's not something they have to do at all. Yeah, sure. I think it's like if you like something and you wanted to stay around, it takes money. So this, I'm especially totally okay in this economy. This. Also, it's been around been a dollar for how long? If you haven't jumped on this deal by now, it's kind of like your fault. And yeah, three dollars. <laughs> Come on, give it to them. There are there are patrons yeah, out so there you can getting still get less it. from like content from people, like far less, and then people are paying way more monthly. Yeah, exactly. For just a one-time Ex purchase, you can enjoy yeah. some sweet vapor. So you can still get it for. Uh, it's happening in May. The change. They even gave a warning. What? Yeah, yeah. That's so nice of them. So if you want to, you can go get all the albums, hundreds of albums from Business Casual, some of the best, most important albums in the scene um, for a dollar, or you can pay three dollars uh, in preparation for the change, or you can pay a little extra. I'm sure it goes a long way to any label that anyone contributes to. All right. Uh, okay, cool. So um, that about does it, I think, for all the topics on the show today. Did anyone have any thoughts that we didn't get to cover regarding any of the topics or anything like that? I think I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, same. <laughs> awesome. All right, cool. Well, thank you, everybody, so much for coming on the show and sitting down to, uh, you know, just ruminate on this whole YouTube and Vaporwave relationship. So um, to end off the show, let's let's pick one more song, and I think we got demos track to for this to one. End us off here. The embodiment of the romanticization of vaporwave. So I picked a very very fitting track. Um, I got low lights from Passion Plays by Midnight Premiere. So please enjoy Midnight Premiere. Awesome. The soothing sounds and sumptuous serenade <laughs> and sweet um something <laughs> those as yeah, well counts. those two that counts all right here it is 
uh and midnight premiere you know they're they're bringing back that classic like vanity mirage vibe and i just love that so uh give them a follow to midnightpremiere.bandcamp.com okay here is the track thank you again everybody so nice to talk to you thanks so much absolutely Always a pleasure thanks for having me on thank you so much it's such a pleasure here as well all right folks here it is low lights by midnight premiere <laughs>